Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of We Watch Shudder, where, uh, as you might have guessed from the name, uh, we watch Shudder. <laughs> my name, Whoa! I know, right? <laughs> it's, it's like we planned it that way. Uh, mm-hmm. My name is JD. I am one of your hosts, and here with me, as always, the incredibly talented, incredibly capable, who is it? Oh, me? Yes. I'm incredibly capable. <laughs> it's Michelle. It's Michelle. <laughs> Who did you think I was talking to? I, well, the... you said incredibly capable, so I was like, oh, You're, do well, we have a special guest? <laughs> well, I, I'm just trying to pump you up a little okay. bit. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. Man. I appreciate that. Also, We're I don't think... very capable. I, I don't know how, how significant a compliment incredibly capable capable really <laughs> is which is why i added in incredibly talented because <laughs> it struck me immediately that oh wow i'm incredibly capable awesome what except a- uh the talented part i was like yeah absolutely but capable <laughs> <laughs> well that's fair i feel you on that one yep, yep. Uh, so uh if for some reason you happen to just be joining us for the first time like maybe a friend of you, uh, told you to check it out or you're interested in the title we're talking about this week uh, what we do here on We Watch Shutter is we watch original and exclusive releases from the Shutter streaming service. Uh, we're not affiliated with Shutter in any way because, of course, we're not. We're a couple of dips <laughs> from Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, but technically, uh, I'm Minnesota. Yeah, you are so. a Moorhead person, and I, I envy <laughs> every bit of that mile and a half, two miles or so that I am really uh, nice. uh, from that side of the river, and it makes me <laughs> real anxious. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, today, we are talking mm-hmm. about another new uh, Shutter original and or exclusive release. Michelle, what are we talking mm-hmm. about today? We are talking about the long-awaited 30 years in the making movie, Mad God, created Holy... by Phil Tippett. Holy shit. Mad God oh, man. is finally here. Those of you who are not familiar with Mad God, look, here's the basic breakdown on this, right? Phil Tippett is legendary stop-motion animator. Uh, he worked on all the Star Wars movies. He worked on uh, the RoboCop movies. He did work on Jurassic Park. He's basically stop-motion animation legend. He started working on this movie, Mad God, in the late 80s, like 88, 89, somewhere around there, uh, during some downtime while he was working on RoboCop 2. Uh, but then his work on Jurassic Park, where they tried to do some stop motion stuff and, and also some animatronic stuff. And then they were like, oh, let's go let these digital animators do it. Uh, totally convinced him that stop motion's days were numbered and he just got really depressed and he stopped working on the movie because he figured what was the point. Uh, and 20 years later... Uh, people got him to get working on it again, and then they had like a Kickstarter campaign to help fund uh, the continued development of the film. And now, finally, here we are in 2022, and we have uh, the full film. Now, they did uh, release a portion of the the film uh, in advance, like there, there's a portion of the film that's been available to watch. Michelle, let me ask you: Have you seen that first part of the film before the full release today? No, I had only seen a trailer. Okay, yeah, I, I had not seen it either. Uh, so uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I, I was very excited uh, to have seen this. Uh, it was uh, it was long awaited. 
2013, I think, is when the original uh, little bit of stuff was was first set loose. But, uh, man, we've been waiting for this one for a long time. Michelle, Uh what are your spoiler-free thoughts on the long-awaited, hotly anticipated Mad (laughs) God? Okay, so... This obviously is something I have been pumped about for a very, very, very long time. And it kind of highlighted one of the things that I think is lacking in a lot of modern horror movies, which is an attention to detail. Um, This movie has a lot of detail, and that is because every single thing in this brand new world is, uh, it's, (laughs) sorry, I got distracted. Sorry, I had to cough. No, it's okay. I know. I was watching you. I was like, "Are you okay? Should I call someone?" No, I'm, I'm um, going to but... have a drink of my uh, and everything will be fine. Yep, you'll be fine. Um, so attention to detail and everything in this world is created by hand. So every single thing is there deliberately, and it is something that I really, really liked about it. Um, when it came time to figure out my rating, I was really going back and forth about, well, do I give Phil Tepet uh, and his new movie credit because it was 30 years in the making, and do I give him credit for effort? And I decided no, because a lot of people put a lot of effort into things, and then they're garbage so i feel like you can't give (laughs) credit for him like coming back to it right the Uh, the simple fact of the length (laughs) of its production time is is not of a value in itself you're absolutely right yes but then it didn't matter because i gave it five stars anyway (laughs) (laughs) you're sneaky i am i am very very (laughs) sneaky michelle five skulls yeah, I for really, Mad really God. Like Tell us a little bit, uh, spoiler free, about what you liked about Mad God. Uh, well, the attention to detail. Um, there's a lot of things that are truly horrifying. I'm also just naturally freaked out by uh stop motion animation. It like makes me uneasy. Um, and something just fell in my room, so it's just a <laughs> lot going on here. Um, but I think that was Phil Tepet being like, "Thank you for the five stars," and he like threw a box or something. I don't it know what be. that was. Could but, very well be. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, Michelle with the five skull review on Phil Tippett's Mad God. Uh, it just dawns on me that we didn't uh, read the Shutter website description. I'm going to go ahead and jump in here and do that for you guys, just because I do think there are a couple of important pieces of information here. We're just all over the place All today. over the place today. Well, and there's there's good reason for that. I literally just yeah. got done watching this movie like 30 minutes ago, and we'll talk about it. Uh, Anyway, Mad God, directed by Phil Tippett, follow the assassin through a forbidding world of tortured souls, decrepit bunkers, and wretched monstrosities forged from the most primordial horrors of the subconscious mind. Directed by Phil Tippett, the world's preeminent stop-motion animator, every set, every creature, and every effigy in this macabre masterpiece is handcrafted and painstakingly animated using traditional stop-motion techniques. Uh, They classify it a Shudder original. I'm not sure how that works. But it is a Shutter original. Uh, Thirty years ago, they talked to Phil. Right, exactly. Said, hey, we're now service, and we're gonna need your movie for sure. <laughs> um, so, like I said, uh, I just uh, just some quick spoiler-free thoughts here. I just got done watching this movie about a half an hour ago. Michelle, I have one question for you. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> Ho- what I I. I don't even think I know for sure where to begin with this movie. <laughs> it's 
shocking in so first of all an incredible achievement i have never seen a movie like this ever mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. incredible design incredibly lush fully realized world uh i'm still not entirely certain i understood more than about half of it oh yeah but absolutely not whole, what the it is like a absolute living nightmare of a film. Uh, I uh, I can't quite go the full five skulls on this one, and we'll talk about the reasons why when we get mm-hmm. into the more spoilery section. But uh, uh, this, I, I'm definitely going uh, a four and a quarter skull on this one. This is a uh, uh, this a this a movie uh, that it doesn't tell a story so much. But man, has it got some shit to say. It's yes. got some <laughs> thoughts on the world and life, and it wants you to, to know them and how severe they are, and man, are they severe. Uh, this is a movie that I do think uh, just about any fan of horror and horror-adjacent things should absolutely see at least once. Uh, I think many people will not need to see it more than once, but well, it I is <laughs> it is definitely a movie that needs to be seen because holy shit, that was a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think if you're still listening, this is definitely one you should go watch. Yes, don't, go watch, experience go, it. Yeah, uh, be, brace yourself. <laughs> right, see the movie. Then this is where you're gonna hit the pause button and then come mm-hmm. back and listen to us dissect this. This is one. Maybe more than any other that we've talked about, you know, except, I don't know, I've probably said that once or twice already. But this one, you definitely want to go see uh, before Mm -hmm. we get into the details. So hit that pause button right now. All right, Michelle. uh, So what the fuck? Again, Uh, what the fuck? At Uh, first I was like, oh, this is just very, like, interesting. I like the world. I like all these little things. It's going to be kind of like tame and him just kind of walking around exploring stuff and oh there's some horrific stuff but that's interesting okay and then it gets into the surgeon bit and uh-huh. i was like oh oh no oh, yeah. oh my god that's where it like it bumped up really fast and i was like this is i'm gonna have to watch this a couple times because i'm confused but i'm okay with that <laughs> yeah there are a lot of layers here uh first of all i cannot say enough uh, about the level of artistry and craftsmanship mm-hmm. here. Uh, again, I have seen stop-motion films. I've seen completely stop-motion films uh, in a variety of styles. Uh, I have never seen anything like this. And I, it is important to note that the movie is mostly stop-motion. There are some sections of live-action performance here, uh, and they quite often are hybrids of live-action with stop-motion but this movie is unlike anything I have ever seen. It is basically, uh, in a lot of ways, just a walking tour through Phil Tippett's vision of hell. And Phil mm-hmm. Tippett's vision of hell might be the most horrifying vision of hell I have ever experienced. <laughs> Within the first 15 minutes of the film, you're watching these people like be electrocuted in giant electric chairs to the degree that they're shitting their guts out nonstop 
And then that shit is caught in funnels to be fed to these other giant people nonstop. And then those giant people, like, I don't, I don't know if it's vomit or what, but they, like, combine some things and then they make these new, like, weird effigy slave people out them that are sort of, like, like fuzzy shit people. I don't... And that... <laughs> guys, that's, like, the first 15 minutes of the fucking movie. Which I hope they know because they saw it. <laughs> what the... I was visually mesmerized through mm -hmm. this entire thing. It's, yeah, it, yeah I, I cannot say enough. What I will say is one thing that did throw me what I was not expecting, uh, because I also, by the way, did not see uh, the early footage. There's like a part one and a part two that they put out. I think it was a total oh. of about a half hour of the film. Uh, oh, that's a lot of it. But uh, yeah, yeah, about a third of the movie. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so I, I, what I was not expecting is that there's absolutely no dialogue in the movie. Yeah, just noises. It's, yeah, it's there's sound. Yeah, there's the music mm -hmm. and there's sound effects and there are like the mumbled replacement of like yeah. what's supposed to be speech. But there is absolutely no dialogue in this movie. This movie is 100% cinematics. It's, it's visuals, yep. it's design, it's editing. I wasn't expecting that. I loved that because it allows you to just get completely lost in what's happening on the screen. And yeah, it's, it is something just overwhelming. Um, I did say that I think some people might not need to see the movie again. I want, I would want to see this movie again in two situations. Uh, I would want to watch it with somebody else who's never seen it before. So I can have the visceral experience of watching their experience of it for the first time. Or, and this will definitely happen, is I want to take very strong drugs and watch <laughs> this movie again. Because holy shit. Um, I was going to say, that's your, your right. situation, but I knew. <laughs> the one element of it that I think will certainly be unappealing to a lot of people, and I did have my issues with it, I, uh, is there isn't really any semblance. Like, this is the most rudimentary of plots, if there even is one. It's, it's very, very simple. So much of this movie is just meant to be an experience, less so or more so than a story being told. Uh, you're it, it's like a living, moving expression and expressionist painting of sorts. It definitely has themes, it has ideas it's presenting, but I don't know that I can really say there's a story here. And because of that, there were points where I found myself detaching from it at times. Uh, where I was just like, I, I, I didn't have that hook of that, you know, that extra emotional level of a good story to bring me along mm -hmm. with everything I was seeing on screen. And for me, I think the lack of story and dialogue is why I loved it so much, because then it was just like, these things are happening. I don't need to know why. I just need to be involved in this world and just sit back and enjoy it yeah <laughs> yeah no I definitely and I think that really really like yeah I definitely agree with you on that uh I I just mm -hmm. yeah for me uh in order to get to that full five skull level I've got to have that element mm -hmm. going on there as well but uh other than that like I like this is absolutely a movie 
that you can get completely lost in. Uh, philosophically, uh, I love the idea of this this bizarre circle where, uh, I, first of all, I, I very much love that uh, it opens uh, with the Tower of Babel and has that that excerpt from Leviticus, which is a literal excerpt from the book of Leviticus. It's in Legit- Leviticus mm-hmm. chapter 26, uh, and it's actually just a small portion of a very long section of that chapter where it talks about God punishing uh, the, uh, the uh, Israelites uh, for not behaving, not doing as he says. And it's like he talks about, I will feed you your sons and daughters. Uh, it's like... So, but like, so the whole gist of it is there's this wrecked hellscape of a world that are, that represents just like, I, I guess the idea of humanity and life and existence. And there's this very nihilistic sort of presentation uh, to the point where the last existing man is sending these, these, uh, like these creatures, these, these assassin things to literally try and kill God. And then God is harvesting these weird maggot creatures out of those assassins' bellies and uses that assassin to create more universes that then rot into hell and chaos and disgust. And it's this just... It's superbly nihilistic. Holy shit. You understood so much more of the plot than I did. <laughs> it was so, it's it, my it, my absolute favorite thing about that is at the mm. very end when the bomb goes off. This is like this to me this story is the the nihilistic opposite of Kurt Vonnegut. Kurt Vonnegut was known as this guy who could uh tell you a very bleak story about the reality of human existence but do it like in a, in a very sugar sugar pill you know he was the mm-hmm. spoonful of sugar did it in a just a beautiful very humane way this to me is the polar opposite of that <laughs> it's the same very nihilistic portrait of the reality of humanity and it's just grim as fuck and it's uh <laughs> Yeah, it's uh it's just so weird and intense and uh yeah, if there had just uh, been so a little bit more uh semblance of a uh of a of a I, I like I wanted to know more about like for example uh the last man and who is that guy and what are these assassins that he's creating uh and, and or something to that effect. I definitely got caught up in it and I was just looking for a little bit more uh, to drag me in, but holy shit, it's it's yeah. it's uh, well, it's real intense. In thirty years, I'm sure we'll get Mad God too, and it <laughs> will answer all those questions. <laughs> because yeah, oh. I I wanted so much more of this world. I was really really drawn in, and I just I'm definitely gonna watch it a second time, probably tonight. Um, I'm gonna like try to make note of the details that I missed the first time. Like I completely forgot that it starts with Leviticus. Yeah. Um, because like, there's just so much going on. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> but uh... I was so drawn in and especially like that surgeon scene, like that's one of like my that's like brutal. deep irrational fears is like being paralyzed during surgery and aware of it. And like, Oh God, that really, and the clock, it's just, yeah. it hit so many of the right notes. Yeah. For me. Oh and, and yeah. Ooh. So I was going to say, uh, <laughs> I got talking about how nihilistic this movie is. 
the my favorite pit is right at the very end when the assassin's bomb finally goes off. And it's not even fucking bomb. It's just a cuckoo bird. It's like, <laughs> cuckoo! It's just like, like, their mission, as it turns out, wasn't even to kill God. Their mission was to just get in God's face and tell him he's fucking crazy. And I, there's as part of that, I, I really dug. I, I really, you know, now that I break this down, there might be more story happening here than I initially experienced while watching it. Because I spent the last half hour before we started talking about the movie just thinking about it and trying to figure out and piece things together. And, uh, you know, I'm going to bump that 4.25 skulls up to a 4.75 skulls. Whoa. I'm gonna give that a 4.75 skulls because the more, like I said, the more I I just sit here and think about <laughs> it and analyze it through talking, there is more story happening here than I thought. Uh, still, uh, yeah, you're convincing me of a lot more story than yeah, I knew existed. Uh, oh, or at least like I said, ideas. There, there are definitely yeah. ideas presented here. You know what? Unprecedented. Give it the full five. Why am I stopping Whoa! at four point seven five? Give it the five. This, the amount I've just sit here and <laughs> and had to dissect this movie and the way I've been obsessed with it. Yeah, give it the five skulls. This is a fantastic movie. You should absolutely see. Again, I don't know that it's gonna have a lot of replay value for some people. Uh, you might want to yep. watch it once or twice to make see if there's any like little detail pieces or whatever you meant. There's a certain kind of person, like my friend Michelle here. Uh, who will watch this movie quite a lot. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's it's definitely one that I think if you enjoy cinema, you should see for sure at least once. Yes, I agree, because the techniques used are amazing. And, uh, I mean, it took him a long time, and I, I see why. Yeah. It's so involved. I just, yeah. I love it. I love the attention to detail. Like, I know I got distracted with, like, a box falling uh, earlier but yeah. there really is like the way that the camera just lingers on all these mm -hmm. things where i'm like who made that who like thought this up and molded <sighs> these creatures that, this way like the fact that it's... we're watching this hellish landscape and we know every single part of it was thought up yeah it wasn't like just somebody like went out and a scene was there and they just like acted yeah it. it's things uh, exist for a reason. It, it it has the appearance of utter chaos uh but uh, it's, it's absolutely not. It's, uh, is somebody, uh, like this is a labor of, of love and pain. I did read, uh, a little bit about it, not the full interview, but some excerpts from an interview. Uh, and apparently, uh, Phil Tippett has been very open in saying that he hated every minute of making this movie. <laughs> uh, it was like, it was just this painstaking and in the literal sense of the word mm -hmm. just this painstaking labor of love and it was uh yeah that was uh that's really something else it's 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 not like anything i've ever seen no i yeah i i don't have like a lot to say about because like you said there's not a lot of plot but yet there's a lot of plot as you've been explaining there are a lot of, it's a um, lot of theme a lot of idea <laughs> yeah a lot of thought. Yeah, this is just a very uh, visual movie to try to discuss. Like, I think it's just something you like. You have to see. You have to experience it because it's just right. It's wild. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, and very much like there was a moment where I was worried that my overall it was like like oh this is just gonna be uh, in its own way kind of like a uh, uh, like uh, like Tetsuo the Iron Man uh, where uh -huh. uh, or like. Uh, 
uh, the the guinea pig two that we've talked about both of us, uh, you know, off the off the record recently, in the sense that those movies to me, uh, they're certainly graphic and gory and intense, but they're essentially, in my mind, just glamorized special effects reels, right? There's there's not really any, and there's to me, there's nothing really horrific about that. And I was really worried that that was is what this was going to turn into was just this laborious kind of uh, just like, oh, look at this gross thing we can make happen and look at this gross thing we can do and all these cool stop motion effects we can do. And it's so much more than that. Yeah, no, I, I definitely I went in very cautious because I was like, I've been so excited about this and I don't want to overhype in my head and be disappointed. And I don't want to overhype in my head and then realize later that I was wrong and I was right. excited right. that it was released. And like, I really I analyzed it. I was like, I, I love this. Yeah. It is so well done. Yeah. He uh, he should probably get a job working on like big movies like yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah, you know, Dominion. Uh, I heard that it didn't do well. Maybe it needs Bill Tippett for the seventh one. <laughs> Maybe, oh God, don't <laughs> shut your mouth about another draft. Uh, as I have said a couple of times now on my other, uh, hey, uh, a random plug for my other podcast, All Screens Great and Small. Uh, you should check that podcast out too. Again, All Screens Great and Small. I have a couple of times uh, mentioned how I personally feel that the Jurassic Park franchise might be overall the most overrated franchise in the history of film. Uh, I, I like the first one. I don't love the first one. I like the first one. It's a good movie. Uh, and uh, But this is not a Jurassic Park. the one from the 90s? Okay, yeah. hold up. Yeah. We're going to have to talk about this because yeah. uh, the first one is a masterpiece. As you can tell, it's no Mad God. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> this is not. Let's not let this descend into a Jurassic Park podcast. We can do that off the air, and you can get more yeah. of my thoughts on it on all screens, great and small. But, uh, uh, like, I look at this, and I'm just like, man, whoever decided – to not let this guy... I want to see Phil Tippett's dinosaurs. I don't care how yes. realistic they look. I want to see Phil Tippett's Jurassic Park. I want to see that fucking movie so bad. I bet it would have been so awesome. I probably would have liked it more if they had let him do all the dinosaur shit instead of animating them. Wow. Digitally, that's I a, mean. Because that, obviously... <laughs> look i like it statement. it's a good movie i i it's uh, but just uh, they they've made the same movie six times it's, it's like it no i i understand that <laughs> but like the first one on its own is a masterpiece yeah. and we're gonna have to argue about this later okay um, because i'm sure that the crossover between Guys. people who like our podcast and have listened to, for 26 minutes and the amount of people who want to hear us argue for 20 minutes about jurassic <laughs> park very that's limited. a very very small right amount of people that we won't Oh, guys, go. I, I mean, first of all, if you listen through this whole thing without watching the movie, fucking shame on you. Uh, but yeah. if you did. But, but we haven't even started talking about it, so you can still go back and watch right. it. Right. Go back and, and like watch Mad God. Uh, have your friends watch Mad God. Eat some acid or mushrooms and watch Mad God. Uh, it's uh, it, man, it's a trip. In no pun intended. Holy crap. Michelle? Yeah, drink some water yeah. uh, when you watch Mad God. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. It's a, um, it, yeah, it's a journey. Uh, <laughs> so, a journey. yeah, Michelle, I plugged the heck out of my other podcast. You got anything you want to plug? 
Uh, um, like, I'm on a I, podcast called We Watch Shutter, and I rambled at a woman at the movie theater for five minutes about it, and she just gave me blank eyes. Oh, sweet. So, cool. Yeah, so I, but, oh, I did order myself a t-shirt, so I will have my own We Watch Shutter t-shirt. Oh, my God, you guys, that. we're going to have to, we'll, we'll have to put this up on the Facebook. You have to see the design. It's, oh, it's a beautiful t-shirt design. Thank it's, you. It's gorgeous. I spent, like, two hours on it. Uh, we got to put this up on the Facebook. Uh, I I have a feel a, a, a suspicion we might be able to sell one or two of those. Oh man, <laughs> I will buy them. All right, I will buy my own T-shirt. It arrives on my birthday. I'm so excited. Oh, guys, go watch Mad God. Say good night, yeah. Michelle. Good night, Michelle.